It is unlawful to harass a person because of that person's sex. Harassment can include sexual harassment or unwelcome sexual advances, requests for sexual favors, and other verbal and physical harassment of any sexual nature. That's the official law under the Equal Employment Opportunity Act. How did we get to this point? How did we make this law? The source was one fearless woman. Her name is Michelle Vinson, and this is Unusual Woman. Hey, welcome to the show. This is Unusual Women with your hosts, Michaela and Brogan. Today, we're going to be talking about Michelle Vinson. Uh, for those of you that don't know, she was the woman who is the source of the uh, sexual harassment landmark case that got to the Supreme Court. Very exciting stuff we're yes. going to talk about today. So Michelle Vinson, when she was 19, got a job at the Meritor Savings Bank as a teller trainee. Um, her boss was Sydney L. Taylor, and over the three years that she worked there, she faced sexual harassment and assault by his hand. Michelle was fired in November 1978, allegedly for misusing her sick days. But there is a lot more to the story than misusing sick days. Of course, that's a terrible excuse. Um, so over her time at the job, her boss, Taylor, um, raped her, fondled her, and threatened to withhold promotions. Um, so Michelle was genuinely worried that she would lose her job, as a lot of people are in those types of situations. And there were no laws at that time to protect her. Um, Michelle stated there were 40 to 50 times that she had had sexual intercourse with Taylor. Um, and when she decided to fight the firing on the grounds that she was within a hostile work environment and it was under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So basically what this act said was if you're in a hostile work environment or uh, an unsuitable work environment, you can sue. Right. That was wrongful termination. Um, people used to use this not just for um, like hostile like violence, but they also used it for uh, like unlivable or unworkable uh, situations in like coal mines and things like that. Yeah. Like if you were to get sick, uh, this was how you got compensation. This was how you fought wrongful termination. Right. Uh, so she went under this uh, Civil Rights Act for a hostile work environment because she was being assaulted. Right. But this was the first woman to really do that. Uh, and yeah. to, to bring this court all the case all the way to the Supreme Court. Yeah, so it got to the Supreme Court, and Michelle and her loyals, lawyers obviously filed under Title VII, um, and they were able to justify and convince everyone that it was hostile and abusive work environment. Um, this was really significant because before this case, um, which is ridiculous because of how late it was, um, there were no laws really protecting people from sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah, there was, it was not considered an actionable offense because, uh, you know. Um, <sighs> so because of this, they added a sexual discrimination extension to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And the court also ruled that the sexual intercourse between Michelle and Taylor could not have been consensual due to the hierarchy relationship of a superior and a subordinate. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, she was literally being threatened that she was going to lose her job or not get a promotion or just right. from this boss. I mean, right. she had no other choice. Yeah, so um, 
The really cool, well, one of the really cool things about this, apart from the fact that it actually did put in sexual harassment as a, as a, against the law, which is obscene that that wasn't. an extension of the Civil Rights Act, Act of 1964. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It added that in, but also it was voted for unanimously. So it was a nine to zero voting it in. In the Supreme Court. In the Supreme Court. And it's also really important to mention that Michelle was a woman of color. Yeah. And that in itself is huge. Not only did she change the workplace for everyone in America, men and women, because men get harassed too. Important thing to note. Men get harassed. Men get assaulted too. And she changed the whole workplace. And that's something that she did, and she's also a woman of color, and that's yeah. remarkable. Especially, yeah. Especially for the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so prior to this case, less than 10 cases were filed on sexual assault or harassment in the workplace. But within one year after the passing of this law, it became at 624, and then 2,217 in 1990. And by 1995, it was 4,626 cases of sexual harassment and sexual assault in the workplace. Which brings us to how many cases were just never filed? How many people had to suffer before this law went into effect? People still suffer and don't say anything. Exactly. But at least now they have something to protect them. I mean, before that case, 10 cases. Did you know, though, that the law technically states that you have to file within a certain number of days after the event? Oh, like statute of limitations kind of nonsense? So, like, it could be that you were threatened and blackmailed and all these things, and that's why you didn't report it. And then you will get the courage to report it, and then they'll say, well, you're over the limit of time, so no, you can't do anything about it. I have so many feelings about the the statute of limitations. limitations. I mean, just everything, even from, like, the the Cosby cases that happened within the last few years, the fact that so many of them reported it after and now it doesn't even matter it's like oh he raped her but it's been a while so it's fine right right so many oh right so but that's still a thing today fun facts Uh, fun well you know like facts just facts just facts stone cold facts (laughs) so this case um did make way for a lot of future cases such as the jensen versus the 11th Taconite company um, where multiple women were involved in a mine and where the men retaliated by slashing tires and with threats mm-hmm. because that's just a very logical yeah you know men are very reasonable <laughs> um, it also brought about the Crawford versus Nashville a case that uh, women technically won and terminated them after the case went public also makes sense, you know, right. because that's what you do. Like, oh, you had this horrible thing happen to you. Oh, that's fine. We'll just demote the men because they but, have, you know, they have to be like marketable and like they have so much to live for. And then we'll just fire you. Yeah. Sounds like a certain uh, athletic swimmer oh. who has such a promising future. Brock Turner, you ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, keeping it PG, everybody. (laughs) PG-13. So um, a quote from Michelle Vinson, though, is to say, um, I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel that I shouldn't have stood up for my rights because I feel that I am being me now. Before, I was a lie. I wasn't myself. I was living in someone else's world, but not a real world. 
So now I am living in the world as it is, and I'm standing up for what I believe in. That is that I am a human being, regardless to my color, to my sex, regardless to how one individual may look at me. I have a purpose to be in, the, in life here, just as you or anyone else. Oh, I have chills. Yeah. I do. That's, oh, man. Just her. Yeah. I have, I have the right to be here. Yep. Yep. Cool. So, um, this is clearly, obviously, still an issue. Um, you know, there's the whole Harvey Weinstein situation, the numerous men in comedy, um, just in entertainment alone, and that doesn't even bring in so many workplaces. I actually saw a documentary recently about McDonald's workers and how sexual harassment cases go about in there for fast food. I can imagine it's rampant there. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of the these cases also take place in... Um, like lower income right. areas and places where people need the job and they can't, they're not able to easily get out of it because they need that paycheck. Yeah, the stakes are much higher. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of these cases happened in lower income jobs and then also really high income right. jobs. So it's like uh, either you really need this job because you're living paycheck to paycheck or you're making a lot of money and you have to justify if you speak up, you're going to lose Everything. your whole lifestyle right. that you have. And it's and also just the fact of, like, death threats are still a thing, like, what, with the Brett Kavanaugh, um, what is it, nomination, I guess? Hearing? Hearing? Hearing. Yeah, it was a hearing because he... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even in that, um, she was receiving death threats and couldn't go home. All because she wanted to do the right thing. She wanted to say, hey, this is a bad person. You're about to put him in a position of power, and if I don't say anything, a lot of people can suffer. And it's just downright awful that it's it still yeah. went through right um his whole well, thing about beer ah this was episode four of unusual woman and we would like to very much um thank michelle vinson for coming forward and putting sexual harassment in, in its place in its place in, put it in, in its place. place um and she is such a fierce lady that to be able to have the courage and bravery to do that and go through with it despite the fact of knowing the horrible things that could be done with her and still following through is phenomenal and she changed so much um we're very incredibly we're grateful so for her. grateful so thank you michelle thank you also for everyone who's listening right now we really appreciate you guys yes we want to thank Sterling Nichols for doing our music. Yes, we, want to we do. Thank Broken for doing our graphics art here. And again, we want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't have a show if we didn't have listeners. <laughs> if you'd like to submit any woman for us to consider into adding into our season of Unusual Women or future episodes, that would be fantastic. We love to hear more and more about different women from different places and cultures and fields um, and how they are being overlooked or should be brought into the spotlight more, um, you can do so by commenting on this podcast. You can add in, you can email us at elementalwomanproductions at gmail.com. You can go onto our website and submit through there. You can submit through social media. Um, all of those things will be linked in our little blurb. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful day, night, or morning whenever you're listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>